you know, I can switch every now and then. From Dom to Sub? That's correct, and everything in between. I like Domino's more than Subway, but... I could be your everything, baby. I don't know what... I know that's a lyric to, I can to like... be your oh, hero, God. baby. I can be your hero, baby. Oh, dude, that's actually really good. I could kiss with the pig. <clears throat> Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 53. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any medium in between. This is George, the Bone King, speaking, and I'm joined by... Adrian, the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most... How you feeling, Bone? I'm feeling pretty good. A little scatterbrained because today's topic, I had so many ideas, I'm like unsure if I picked the right ones. Let's be honest, this is out of your wheelhouse. It really is, as you'll notice by my choices. <laughs> but either way, uh, yeah, today's show is actually going to be a Dream Team episode about uh, our favorite crime fighters. Ooh. So it's going to be, yeah, very much in the dude's wheelhouse, and you're going to see the kind of shit I pull to sort of match up for it. It's going to be fine. We'll be... I'll be gentle. We'll we'll enjoy the ride together. That's no one's right. gonna judge you. This is also your show. You have to start it out slowly, and then you can rock your world. You know what I mean? Right. It's all about the foreplay here on Fan Freaks. But before we get into any of that, let's go ahead and get into our recents. Do you want to start? Or do you want me to go ahead? I have a lot of recents. I have very few, so I think I could probably beat mine in like two seconds. All right, let's go. All righty. So I'm gonna go ahead and start with my TV. Oh, shit. Okay, so this one might be a little bit longer than I'm expecting, but it depends how much you want to talk about it. So I watched a Let's Play, and I know it's not a TV show, but shut up, we're counting YouTube videos. Um, I watched a Let's Play of Resident Evil 7. Uh, one of my favorite Let's Players, Psychedelic Snake. I love his blind playthroughs just because he has very interesting reactions. But um, regardless of which, I, I basically saw him play through the entire game in VR, which oh. is pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of different, like, you know... It makes you feel like you're in different spaces and you can look in different camera angles that you're not expecting. So it's really cool to watch. But anyway, beyond that, watching it made me realize how much I love Resident Evil 7 and how much the game just shits itself in the third act. Like, <laughs> hard shits itself. Oh, the, the battle with Evelyn? or just A the, lot of things. I'm not even going to get into specifics. Or the cave where you're going down. Starting from the ship. Pretty much. I can't give any spoilers, but it really did confirm, like, I don't agree with these people that say, oh, Resident Evil 7 is the worst Resident Evil game, because there are people that say that. But, uh, and considering the spinoffs, I don't know how you could say that, but I'm starting to see the faults. You know what I mean? A lot clearer. Honestly, I'm, I'm in a different mindset. For me, that's probably the most Resident Evil thing. Right. Where in the beginning, it kind of like, oh, this is a spooky place. There's not a whole lot we can explore right now. We have to find the keys, you know. The explore, unravel the puzzle box that is the location. Right. Right. And the ending is always the same where it's just a giant creature that you have to kill. And you got a time up. limit. And you got to blow up the whole place. Right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no. So I, I just realized Resident Evil 7 a good slash interesting has faults game. I don't want to say bad, you know. Hey, it's better than six. Continue. Better than six. Uh, that Merc mode, though. So next up are my games. So I have one game, and it's going to be one that I've mentioned on the show before, and it's going to suck, but here I go. Final Fantasy Dissidia Opera Omnia. It's my app game, my go-to gotcha. Um, I'm not going to shame people who play gotchas, because fuck, I play a, a, like three gotchas, and this one's like my, my second favorite one. See, because the thing is, I feel like it can lead into another topic, like another episode. Like, what what do you do to grind? Like, what's what's your sort of, like, ritual that you do? Because I ended, ended up just kind of, like, grinding for materials, and then I had the Resident Evil 7 playthrough playing in the background, and, like, I was doing multiple things, and I'm kind of thinking maybe that could be a topic episode at some point. Like, what is your ritual, your grinding ritual, if that doesn't sound suggestive enough? Question of the week phrasing yeah no oh, okay you better remember that uh anyway so yeah actually that's all my reasons because i actually don't have any movies so go ahead and fill up all this empty space please all right for tv i got what we do in the shadows mm -hmm. i started that it's pretty fucking funny and the fact that steven toast is in it makes me just happy to see him Nice. I mean, of course. Does he do the same voice? I don't think so. I saw it's the same. It's how he talks. I saw it in the more uh, at first. I saw when we do in the shadows first before I saw Toast to London. So I'm like, is it the same character? I don't remember. It's almost the same character. Mm -hmm. I'm just 
What's funny is when I told people, oh, yeah, I'm watching what we do in the shadows. A lot of people started comparing me to him. Well, because you have his facial hair right now. Right now, yeah, but not always. But but, but that's kind of going to be their like go-to is like they could see you right now and be like, hey, you look like him now that you bring him up. <laughs> I guess. Uh, it's really funny. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm really enjoying it. I didn't know there was a movie. You told me there was a yeah, movie. Yeah, the movie came out first. I didn't know there was one. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. But, uh, <laughs> but what's interesting is the people behind it are Jermaine Clement and... And Taika Wahiti, Taika Wahiti, and they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, every yeah. I mean, absolutely. Sometimes, am I not mistaken? But uh, who was the first guy you said? Clemens what? Jermaine Clement. Jermaine's Clement. Isn't he in Flight of the Concords? He is. Yeah, I like Flight of the Concords for a few songs, but there are a few songs that are, it's like hit or miss with me. Is it hip hop eponymous? My lyrics are bottomless. Nope. Nope, see, I didn't even get that reference, and it's already super lame. I'm sorry. Like, I think Lonely Island hits more, which is even weirder because they're more, like, they're more juvenile, so usually I'd like the opposite. I I did, like, uh, what's-his-face, the racist dragon. Well, not anymore. Come along with me. We'll go on an adventure, but don't touch my tail. You're dirty. (laughs) (laughs) It's Um, it's pretty funny. So this this is a weird thing. It's a movie slash TV. Because it was mm. only on Shutter, and it's not strictly like how you think a movie is, where you just put it on and it, you keep on. Right. But it's a series, but they label it a movie. I saw Blood Machines on Shutter. Blood Machines. That sounds fucking awesome. It's it's okay. fucking gorgeous. It's beautiful. I love the synth that it's going for. <laughs> the the aesthetic, the vibe. It's just great. It's beautiful uh cinematic effects there Mm -hmm. um i just don't understand the fucking plot i'm trying to figure it out but i don't know i i'm gonna rewatch it (laughs) wait you finished it and you still don't understand the plot yeah okay so that kind of feels like uh, a lack of conveyance uh, a fault on the movies maybe perhaps no because it feels so pretentious in how avant-garde it is you know what I mean? There are so many different fucking, like, I don't want to say indie horror movies, but a lot of, like, weird horror movies that are just focused on trying to give you visuals without any real setup. And sometimes it works. I mean, hey, I like The Cell as much as anyone else. But, like, overall, it kind of helps to focus on one and really develop that and maybe do one per movie. And then you really have something great going on. Yeah, I just, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And the <laughs> characters don't explain anything. Nobody explains anything, but it has a kick-ass soundtrack and it's aesthetically pleasing. Okay, I fair. think somebody put it best. One of the movie critics put it best. This is a great music video. <laughs> All right, yeah, and it's, so. and it's short. It's less than an hour long. So, but, but does it's it actually a have an episode thing? Does it actually have a good soundtrack though? It's got an amazing soundtrack. All right. I'll show it to you after because I found it on Spotify, Mm -hmm. but it is fucking great. I have played many a game where the soundtrack is way better than the fucking game. Like, it has any right to be for that example. Like, fucking Alone in the Dark. Holy shit. Look it up. Uh, Also finished Doom Patrol Season 2. I fucking hated the ending because it's a cliffhanger ending. Mm -hmm. And it's nine episodes compared to the original's... 13 or 16 i forget but this is nine episodes for this season and now you leave me with like not knowing what the fucking ending is well that's how these all these that's why i can't watch tv shows anymore they're all designed this way no nothing ever has a beginning middle and end that's to be honest that's why i kind of like the fucking uh american horror story um couple of movies I, well actually they kind of started shitting themselves later on i'm sorry that's my opinion it's like an anthology the anthology leaves it open so that you have more room to develop ideas and you don't have to like consistently extend an idea just so that it, it goes into season three or some stupid shit so like yeah i like shows that have a beginning and end at like season one maybe two and then if they want to do a new thing with new characters and something like that sure but if the show is like built to last forever that's not fun you're 
never going to fucking get any resolution and you're going to get exactly what you got there where it's like uh, you just left me on a cliffhanger and you've literally been leaving me on cliffhangers for the past like four episodes. And it may be fun for a while, but how long can that go for? Right. I mean, the writing is still good and I still enjoyed it. I just hated that. Ending. Sorry, that was my bone box. I don't know where that came from, but it's like <laughs> uh, for real, though. That's, that's why I like it. Death Note, sir. All right, that's that's it on my TV. Now, my movie was a really shitty movie called Possession of Hannah Grace. Possession or Persona? No, Possession of Hannah Grace. Not Uh, everything's Persona. No, no, I'm pretty sure I could work my way around with that. Don't worry. It's it's an Persona uses all folklore. I can do that. But continue. I'm sorry. This (laughs) starts with a demonic possession, but then it becomes slowly a ghost movie. And then it just kind of falters from there like it peters itself out you have this great premise but then it just shits itself like in the second or third act you know what i'm saying like no i have no idea what you're saying resident evil 7 (laughs) no you said the third act in resident evil 7 would you say the second and third well i mean the transition over you know what i mean like there's garage car fight and then there's the writer of fear being the writer of fear (laughs) <laughs> you know balance I, I just don't recommend this movie to anybody it's mm-hmm. it's pretty shit i was making fun of it midway through like me and my buddy we were just doing mystery science theater while everyone else was like dude i'm trying to watch the movie i'm like i get it but this is who the fuck talks like these people what mystery science theater no the fucking characters in the film okay i was gonna say like i talk like mystery science theater all no, I know. I pulled I know. the George on this one. <laughs> yeah, cool. See, it's fun, isn't it? Isn't it like cathartic? For shitty movies, it's good. But for movies that people are actually interested in. If it's a movie you've seen before, I think it's still fair game for you to talk during I've it. never seen this movie before. Nobody had. But oh. we knew it was bad going in. I guess. And in that regard, I have to respect someone's like first initial experience. But like, if for Death of Superman, you had saw it before. So I was allowed to talk as Not much as I wanted. Not that version, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and lastly, game. As we said in last week's show, if you knew, I asked uh, the king here, what do I play next? Ooh. Me as a measly peasant. Yes. And the king bestowed upon me to play Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, and you followed my decree? Yes. Oh. It's, it shall be rewarded. It's really fucking good. I, I've seen so much good gameplay of it. I'm glad you're playing it. But I have problems. You have a bone butt? Yeah, I have a bone butt. The fuck? What is this? There really is role reversal. He came in with so many fucking notes on today's episode, and I was like, wait, what's today's topic again? <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a good, fair mix, but still, I like this role reversal. Keep going. Tell um, me about it. So I put in maybe eight hours. Okay. These are my notes. These are the pros and cons so far. You tell me what's a pro, what's a con. All right. The game is dripping with style. Like, I'm talking head to toe, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. This is slash was the next logical uh, step from those classic Way of the Samurai games from back in the day. Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah. Kurosawa what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no bullshit. No, I'm not joking. Yes. It's literally that. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't being facetious. I'm being honest. But- it teeters on moments of pretentiousness. There's moments where I'm like, did we need this? You know what I mean? For example, there's mm. areas in the game. It's a collectible. You mm. get to make haikus. Fuck yes. And it's just cosmetic headbands that you get after it. But the haiku <laughs> is written on the headband. So you get to revisit the haiku that you made every time you put on the headband. Dude. And you know, haikus have to be about nature. Yeah, no, and it's always beautiful, aesthetic pleasing with a different soundtrack that's only for the haikus, separate from everything else. Wait, wait, wait. So when you wear a different bandana, it changes the soundtrack? No. Okay, I was like, no, but when you're writing the haiku, there's a Ah. different song that plays that is only for the haikus. My God, that's cool. That's cool. The side quests, Mm. I really enjoy because they're they're more like. I like how we're going into this uh, open world side quest matter right. type of level uh, we're, well, we're getting. I don't know. Is it Ubisoft levels of like busy work? No, it's work Witcher. Where it oh, has, it's Witcher. <laughs> where it has beginning, middle, and end uh-huh. for the character, the NPC that you're dealing with in the uh, in the side quest. Like cool. It, like its own little mini story. So basically what Fallout took out of 4. 
We were going to have a Fallout reference every episode. It was going to happen. I know you don't have, <laughs> you didn't have 76. I didn't play list. 76 at all. <laughs> not to not to avoid this regular ragging on it, but just because I got, every time I, I was going to play 76, I'm like, no, I got to play Ghost. I want to bid it. I want to beat it. Bid it. You got to bid it too. Um, Bite it all up. So what was that thing you said earlier? A Kurosawa? Kurosawa, yeah. Kurosawa much? They're in the display options of ghosts are you gonna oh i was gonna mention this but i'm glad you're gonna mention it okay go ahead it's literally labeled kurosawa mode (laughs) and it's it's changed the games to the everything to black and white Mm -hmm. with grainy like film cut type of thing i didn't know that it was called kurosawa mode but i knew about the black and white mode the black and white filter oh my god and i played resident evil 2 on the black and white filter the noir filter right so i'm actually into shit like that so yeah good good move um Another thing, also, because the game knows what it's about, mm-hmm. when you're selecting the language for the game, and you know me, I'm I'm a sub guy, not a dub guy. Yeah, so, yeah. Not a dom either, but let's keep going. <laughs> Power bottom. <laughs> Power bottom. Uh, so it does English, and then it says uh, English with subtitles, and uh-huh. then it'll say Japanese, uh, no, sorry, Samurai Cinema. <laughs> Does it have that cool like um multicolor logo thing? No. Oh, I love that. But <laughs> in the photo mode, yeah. you can make it cinematic with the letterbox mm. and it literally says cinema bars. Right. And I like how when you started this, you're like, the game is gorgeous. I was gonna be like, yeah, well, it has a photo mode. So yeah. that's well, something. I mean 76 has a photo mode, it's not that great. Womp womp. I think it's the best photo mode by far. Right. Um it has also the best use of the PS4 controller with the, the touchpad, you know, the middle pad. Mm. It treats it as an additional D-pad. So if you swipe up, you get, uh, oh, that's where your waypoint goes. Mm-hmm. If you swipe right, you get to um, unsheath or sheath your sword. How, like, and how many, st- I'm, I'm sure there's like a lot of stances like Neo or something like that, right? There's... So there's four stances. You hold R2 and you could change your stance with the sword. Right. And it all depends on the certain enemies you fight. It's very fluid. It's constantly changing. There are some glitches. There are some bugs, but they're very minor and it's mostly cosmetic. That's like fair. the other day I had one uh actually last night I was playing till 3 a.m. Um but I unsheathed my sword, and then all of a sudden, my main character's arms got inside his torso. <laughs> Reverse T-posing, yes. So the sword was, like, coming out of his lower midsection slash dick, <laughs> and I was, like, cutting people up. And With I'm my like, dick. <laughs> all right, this is ruining my experience, but also enhancing it. This is the coolest thing I think I've ever done with my dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last points. Uh, I just want to say I it makes me miss... Onimusha. Oh fuck! I you just made me feel big pain. Yeah, yeah. And what you didn't like Dawn of Dreams, my friend? And it also makes me want to own a sword. I have. Oh, you know I have one, right? I didn't know you had. a I sword. I have a replica of the Hatori Hanzai sword from Kill Bill. Look at you, you fucking weeb. You don't understand. I love Kill Bill. It's like it was tied with Airplane for my top movie of all time. But then Clue, I saw Clue. I don't think we have a then, Freaky Five of top movies all time, do we? I don't know. That's a big one. That has to be like an anniversary or something special. Because, dude, that's Not a, a big 50th. one. Not a 50th. Why? Why? <laughs> anyway. I just want to piss off Future Bone King. No, you know Future Bone King has that. Future Bone King has that in a very special folder labeled Precious Memories. But yeah, that's it for my recents. Alrighty, so, uh... Let's move on to news. <laughs> Do you, I, I actually have probably like the most shittiest news. So I could probably go ahead and uh, actually you go ahead and do yours since you're probably going to have the more magnet. I have a lot of news. But, okay, so let's go right. ahead and do yours. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla game director got fired. Ashraf Ismail. All right. Ubisoft showing some accountability. At least I hope yeah, so. Yeah, and it was due to sexual misconduct claims. So I guess Ubisoft's doing something. Starting something out. Okay, good. There's been a bloodbath, quote unquote, at DC Comics. Executives and editors have been fired, and a bunch of books are ending in November. Just abrupt endings? Yeah, because AT&T wants to wipe the slate clean with how much they're losing money and 
Jesus. In DC. You know AT&T owns Why? Warner. But the thing is, we live in an age where you could easily go on Kickstarter and have this just like continue on as webcomics. No? I mean, yes, but they don't like the direction the executives and the editors have done, and maybe they're overpaid. I don't know, but a lot mm. of people got fired this past week. I just, I think that's such a shitty way to end a story. I've watched too many animes that just stop midway. Because it, either it's not caught up with the manga or some other bullshit, but like, fuck you, Soul Eater. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, just to go off that, there is a bit of good news. DC has its thing called Fandom. I don't know. For uh, dumb fan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, a, it's basically a convention online and, and they're giving away over close to 100 hours of content. Okay, cool. They're including a bunch of the old movies, free comics, and they're doing documentaries and uh, releasing a bunch of movies that haven't come out yet to show off their like animated movies. Like okay, cool. Superman Man of Tomorrow, which is their new animated No movie. Zack Snyder cut here. Actually, there is a Zack Snyder. Motherfucker. Uh, he's going to host a panel for, for his cut of Justice League, and he's going to show off extended footage. You know what? You know what? Good for him. Good for everyone who's into that. That's good for them. I'm not going to be negative. The movies that they are showing off and they're doing panels for include The Flash, Black Adams, The Suicide Squad, Aquaman, Shazam, and The Batman. Aside from the Justice Why'd League. Why'd you thing. say The Suicide Squad? That's the new title. Oh, Okay, I was, I was like, Suicide Squad. I showed you the logo. That's what they're going with. The oh, Suicide that's Squad. right. And I even questioned it there. I was like, is is that not different enough? Do you think that's different enough for like brand recognition that people won't get confused? I, I guess. <laughs> um, but that's not the only bit of Su- Suicide Squad news. Uh, your rival, Warner Brothers, is <laughs> make, releasing a game. How many rivals do I have, dude? I don't know. <laughs> I've lost count after five. It just keeps going. But Warner Brothers is releasing another game, and uh-huh. Rocksteady just announced their game and their title of their game, which is Suicide Squad colon Kill the Justice League. Uh, okay, at least it has a, a definite plot. At least yeah, we're going they, somewhere. They revealed the, the picture. The picture is Superman just mm-hmm. like behind the back and a target on him. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like behind, like in the back, behind some bushes with like binoculars. And my like on him. <laughs> my last bit of news re- involves Ghost of Shuzima. The first fifty people mm-hmm. that Platinum Ghost got a gift from Sony. Nice. Where they won a replica sword handguard what? in a beautifully engraved display box, and they posted it on Twitter that apparently it was a an inner. Uh, Sony like dispute or uh, contest that they were trying to do and the first 50 people got that holy shit we're bringing back the fucking sweepstakes <laughs> dude but no um, this is bullshit now I actually get rewarded for doing trophies what the fuck I've been doing these shits for years and never got rewarded once I demand some Silent Hill replicas at least a Resident Evil Samurai Edge come on I, d- I did Wait, you all want of an them. actual gun? Well, they don't do the airsoft things that they fucking sell. I mean, I would take a gun, but I don't think they're going to give a gun. <laughs> That'd be pretty weird. Capcom mails 50 guns to American <laughs> citizens. <laughs> it's all right. Most American citizens have 50 guns. Hey-oh. Alrighty. So, uh, is that the end of your news? That's it, man. I, th- I think that was a doozy. All right. I have some very few news. Uh, basically, I only have one more thing to add. It's... <sighs> More Project Resistance costumes. Yay. I never want to talk about Resident Evil Resistance again. It just it just makes me think, like, Capcom looks at Resident Evil 2 and sees how successful it is. And then it's just like, oh, that's awesome. I'm glad it's making so much money. Let's go ahead and divert all the attention and funding into the side game that we release with Resident Evil 3. And just leave Resident Evil 3 as the most bare-bones project it can be. Yeah, let's do that. No alternate costumes, but let's add like seven alternate costumes for the fuckwads in Project Resistance. Jill has more alternate costumes in Project Resistance than her own fucking game. Carlos has zero. (laughs) Like, you change his hair. Come on. Hey, Bone King. Yeah? Did you know that if you turn up the brightness... Oh, fuck you with this shit. It's Silent Hill 2. So, all right, I know... James will look at you. Mm-hmm. 
and he'll see a man that was broken by Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> and Konami. And Konami, yeah, Fucking, yeah. He just sees a broken man. He's like, wow, you're even worse than me. Uh, by the way, that shit's bullshit. I yeah, don't that doesn't work. I, to me, I don't know. I've been like hearing about this stupid rumor even before recently. Like, There's a thing going around that, oh yeah, James is looking at you in the intro to Silent Hill 2. No, he's not. He's looking at himself because he's fucking doing the thing to his face where he waves his hand over his face. Why the fuck would he be looking at you while he's doing that? What is he, like a fucking wrestler? <laughs> like, It's so ridiculous. I'm glad it's become a meme on the survival horror fucking meme posting group on Facebook. Yeah, uh, fog posting and stars posting shout outs to you guys yeah no great one with those this is some really great one it's like if you turn up the brightness you can actually see a dog in the doghouse in silent Hill one <laughs> fucking amazing good job um so yeah i kind of that's oh i have one other uh, bit of news we uh a bit of a little update about the re trivia uh challenge given to us by robots don't age um we got a little bit of a, a rule set where we're sort of getting more into it on, on what how we're going to make this work. And one of the things that was mentioned is that none of the trivia questions are going to be about anything past Resident Evil 4. Oh, thank God. I know you're relieved about that, but I'm kind of a little disappointed that I, I can't... never want to touch 6 again. But there's so much stupid anime bullshit that happens post 4 that it's like the most ridiculous trivia is in past 4 games. You know what I mean? Like, Wait. all the nonsense is after 4. Oh, and here's a question. Yes. Are you <laughs> Um are you going to replay the Resi games or are you just going to like Wikipedia all the entries cuz I'm replaying them. I'm I'll replay them. I mean, fuck it. They're not exactly super long and I I'll even play it on easy mode just so I can focus on lore. Cuz yeah, no, I'm not I'm not trying to be a big dick. Oh yeah, I play super hard mode knife run only. Like no, I just if you're going to make me do a trivia challenge, yeah, I'll refresh myself with the game itself. That's that sounds like fun. I just the things I bitch about the most in the series are things past four. So, like, a lot of the, the trivia questions are going to be like, shit, you know what? All right, you know. At least that, that includes Outbreak. Like, Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I do remember a lot of things in Outbreak. And I hope, I really hope some of the questions are like, what are the full names of characters? Because, like, for some reason, I remember that more than anybody else. What's Kevin's full name? McGivern. McGivern. No, that's Bruce McGivern. What'd you say, Kevin? Kevin. Oh, I'm from sorry. Bruce. They both look like Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. Uh, Kevin's is Kevin Ryman. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. No, I know all of them. I'm sorry. Bruce McGivern, Kevin Ryman. You still haven't played Dead Aim. Still, I could. That doesn't matter. That one I could Wikipedia. Who knows? I could uh, Wikipedia whatever I want to Wikipedia. Okay. I mean, I was just saying it would have been fun <laughs> to see on the Twitch TV slash. What really? TV. You think that'd be something? I'd wanna. I I guess. I, I mean, really want you to play the ones I can't play on PlayStation, like the ones that don't exist anymore. Well, you missed the Gun Survivor Two stream. I did Gun Survivor Two. You know, Nemesis shows up in that, right? It's really weird to see Nemesis and Code Veronica assets. It's very, very like dissonant. It's very strange. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that on the way home today. That is correct. It's on my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Bunking TV. Wow, you're yeah. gonna, we're going to promote the YouTube well, channel? That's where it is. It's not on my <laughs> twitch.tv slash TV. It's on my youtube.tv slash TV. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's our news. Um, let's go ahead and take a quick break so we can get ready for our uh, topic, which is a dream team of crime fighters. Slash crime fighting teams that you can no, find on YouTube.com dream crime fighting team. God forbid I plug myself. Mm. Please. There are ladies present. Hello, everyone. This is Bone King, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast, hosted proudly on the Fan Freaks Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks. Welcome back to the Fan Freaks podcast, and I'm going to tell you about our episode, a dream team special of our superheroes. Was that lame? No, I was pretty good, actually. I was trying to be Meanwhile. like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> yeah, He-Man. What's this? A podcast woefully underpopulated by bees? My jar of bees should help this situation. Bees, uh, no! My one weakness! I can't believe you do this! I hate, I hate how good that pun is. Yeah. 
I hate how good that pun is. You will never beat me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Listen, the minute uh, a brawling barb, by the way, a part of Team BBC on Twitch.tv slash BoneKingTV. Big Black Cock. Big Black Cock. Um, we, we played um, WWE 2014. Oh. We had the fucking biggest blast with that game. It's so much fun. I don't even know if it was just us being stupid, but it was a fucking blast. Goldust, source of a million bee puns. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know he's not actually bee related, but it was just every four seconds. You must believe in the bee. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, so yeah, welcome to the show topic, our dream team crime fighters. Um, this list was very interesting for me to set up, much like our previous list were about sad movies where I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Um, you should stop letting me pick things. Yeah, but you know what? I like this because you come to it like super prepared. You have like such a detailed list with like a paragraph for each thing. And I love it. It makes me think that like a lot of time went into this and I'm like, fuck, man. Why did I not do that? <laughs> well, you've been busy. Yeah, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Update. I, I built a new computer. Yeah, yeah. Quick thing. So that that was something That's that did take lot, some time. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it pays off. Uh, I think you should start your dream team. Alrighty. Um, oh, damn. All right. Let me tell you what a dream team is. This is the segment where we fill the roles that would hypothetically create our own dream teams in pieces of media. So today's topic is crime fighters. So we'll go ahead and make our dream team of crime fighters. Uh, so you want me to lead in roles we chose or you want you want to do the roles? I'll do the roles, but you have to fill it in. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm all, okay, I'm all so about filling it in. I'm all about getting fill. Mm -hmm. So first off, what's your leader? Or do I go down the list and then you just tell me which one's which? So Dream Team is different from like Freaky Five or, or Talking Tears to where like we really don't have a set, you know, order on how to do these things. So I think honestly, one of us should be the captain of that and decide the order in which we go. Well, I think what I would like to do is mm -hmm. just say the role and you tell me who you yeah, put in that role. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. So who's your leader? All right. So we're starting out with leader. Yeah. All right, this is. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pick my other team because I, I have honorable mentions. Okay. All right, uh, and I'll go ahead and do. Do you want me to do my honorable mentions now or after? Uh, now. Now, okay. So my honorable mention for my leaders is Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and it's that. Okay, my honorable mentions list is essentially going to be my gimmick team because I had a really cool gimmick, but I was kind of like, no, this is my dream team. So let me make it, you know, the people I would ideally want. Mm -hmm. So to actually be my leader, I picked the major from Ghost in the Shell. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I... And that's not the first time you've picked her, though. No, no, because she's just such a fucking cool character. Like, she's she's got all these different um, pros to her, all these advantages to her being cybernetic and the whole nine yards and fucking... She works well in a team, makes a lot of quick decisions quickly, doesn't really waste a lot of time beating around the bush with emotional bullshit. And that's someone you kind of need as a leader, but she's not super callous either. It, it runs a very thin line, but I think... Uh, you're you're going to notice a theme with my list here. It's it's all about taking action, tactical, very, very smart. And I think she would be a very pick, good pick. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Cybernetics. Your, they really Your help. tech. Give me your honorable mention if you have one and <laughs> your pick. Oh, OK. So my honorable mention for my tech is the Punisher. Uh, he uses a lot of different tech, right? It's a lot of military technology. No. He's he's literally like my favorite superhero, so I kind of wanted to get him in here, and I feel like that that works with him. No, no. Thanks. That really helps with my dream team here. The my, nice, my po issue nice podcast response with just a flat no. <laughs> That's awesome. I it just feels like you're reaching here. Look, Punisher is adept at a lot of things, and he's usually useful for those type of things. Uh -huh. There's been comics where he uses scroll technology. Even it's my honorable mention, by the way, not my pick. Okay, so I'm just saying for the record, don't don't get too mad at me here. But go ahead, listen. I'm listening. But why not Batman? Why not Tony Stark, Iron Man? Why not Reed Richards? Why not Spider Man? Why not people that actually use technology because instead I of a goddamn M16? Because Batman needs high tech. 
It's the Jackie Chan method where like anything and everything around you is a weapon. Rumble in the Bronx. I got it. it. it that's the thing. Batman needs his batarangs. He needs his grappling hook and his glidey cape. I mean, granted, there's there's plenty of storylines where he does stuff without it. I know I didn't read them, but <laughs> they are there. Um, there's actually a comic where somebody gives him a synthetic symbiote suit so he could fight creatures, space aliens. That makes sense. I mean, wouldn't he already kind of be like, I've already developed the technology to make one. No, Sorry. I'm talking about Punisher. Oh, Punisher. Oh, that's awesome then. Holy shit. It's actually really cool looking because it's just a giant fucking skull in a blue, like, symbiotic mm. suit. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. The thing is, Punisher, he's kind of like, all right, so this is where I'm going to get into my actual pick because my actual pick is fucking Snake. <laughs> That makes even less solid sense. snake, not naked, because naked would be older tech. I get that. That's that's that wouldn't make sense. But solid snake uses future tech. You tell me, octo camo is not fucking tech. Yes, but okay. I think we've okay. Do you okay? There, do you I, understand I'm the really theme that I'm going for here, though? It's not a matter of having the fucking uh the op technical weapon, like oh the the grappling hook, the whatever shit. This is people who can make do with any technology around them. Okay. You see what I mean? Versatility You're going to hate my pick then. That's fair. Look, it's different for each of us. But think about it. Like, the Major and Snake working together is pretty fucking intense, the, I feel, right? Right. right. W with the Major's leadership? I mean, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, Snake and the Punisher, by my honorable mention, they can make do with very little, I feel. And they're not so overdramatic with it. And that, that, That's just me for now. What's my wow, next one you're going for? We're, we're fucking two in, and the second I'm one glad, pissed though. me off. <laughs> I'm glad that this, I told you my list was going to piss you off, because I didn't want to go with just comic book characters straight out, because I knew you were going to go for that. So I was like, let me pick characters that I genuinely think would be good and have fought crime. Snake has fought crime. The Major has fought crime, just on a way more, like, realistic level, like, investigations and shit. Not really back alley, you know, <sighs> muggings and stuff. Give me your magic. All and right. first, your honorable mention if you have one. My honorable mention and part of my uh, my gimmick team, which you'll see why this works so well with Buffy. Honorable mention is Ghost Rider. Uh, you know. That's actually magic. a good pick. Magic like crazy. I He's not necessarily as versatile, which is why he's not my actual pick. But Ghost he uses mainly fire. Don't give me that look. It's chains and fire. It's literal hell fire. It's sure. magic substance. Sure. But what and if you have fire? everything into hellification. But what if you're like immune to hell and you're some angel thing? Oh, he's killed angels. Oh, man. Well, that actually might be his primary target. But I'm just saying, like, what if you are a demon and you're actually immune to his hellification? You're not. All right, broski. Look, I'm not going to hear argue MacGuffins and comics, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying he is my honorable mention. Right. I think he'd be a great mage. I'm going to say yes. Hell yes. Um, and he'd work really well with Buffy, I feel, because Buffy would know about supernatural stuff. Maybe, yeah. yeah, no, actually, that would be a great team. Up. Right? I think that was my gimmick team was going to be a supernatural team, but I was really scared because Vinny told me there is a supernatural team and Ghost Rider is in it. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, am I going to accidentally make that team by accident? No. But I no, said Punisher. Don't worry about it. So that that's shit the died. Don't worry about it. But that's the Punisher. I put Punisher there to be the outlier so he wouldn't be that supernatural. But my actual pick is Joker from Persona 5. Oh. You never see it come Why? Uh, so, Joker, you gotta think about it this way. To keep up with my theme of versatility, Joker can pretty much switch between a whole bunch of different, like, personas that have different elements and whatnot, different folklores. I could switch over to Seth, or Ra, or Lucifer, or fucking, I don't know, uh, Hell you can even turn into Hellrider, which is Ghost Rider, kind of funnily enough. And you're probably asking me, why Persona 5, if, if that's your reasoning? Well, to fit in with my idea of crime fighting, Persona 5 has the whole superhero get-ups and the whole nine yards, and they actually do more crime fighting as opposed to the investigation team. Yeah, before. don't they stop, like, thievery and shit? Yeah, so they actually do crime fighting, and they have superhero outfits. Right. So, um, if you, like, I feel like Joker is the best pick because he has the wild card, could switch between a whole bunch of different personas, and it's essentially having a JoJo character as your ma magician. <laughs> Right? That's a good that's You got good stands. You got infinite stands. Not just one. You swap them out. Yeah, but you get why there's one stand, right? No, yeah. But then you could swap over to Alice from Alice in Wonderland and do crazy dark magic and shit. 
Hmm. Or you could be Sirt, the, the fire god that burns shit with Ragnarok. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, so that's my magic pick. Here we go with uh, Vigilante. Alrighty. So can you please define Vigilante for me and the audience? Uh, vigilante, from my understanding, is someone who takes the law into their own hands, uh, basically street level, ignores what police say and does what's right. Vis-a-vis Spider-Man, Punisher, plays Batman. by their own rules. I mean, yeah, they yeah. they have a they they're part of a team that they overall follow, but they're not necessarily going to follow every rule that the team does. The kind of like outlier of the team that's willing to do what's necessary outside of the team. Yeah, rules. like you could you could say uh, chaotic good or lawful good. Right, chaotic of, good really because yeah. lawful means you follow the rules, so it'd be chaotic good. You're, but their own rules. Well, I guess, but your own rules would be chaotic. I, I don't know. There's a bit of a thing there. And there's also a little bit of uh, argument I'll make for street level. I think you can make anyone a vigilante if they're, you know, crazy enough. But anyway, my pick for vigilante, as per that definition, is Archer. Sterling Archer? Yes. From yes. from the show? Yes, indeed. Turtle he next? gets the job fucking done. He doesn't follow the rules. And that's actually for the betterment. Of the team half the time. I think Snake would kill him. Oh, Snake would annihilate him. <laughs> but but he, Snake uses tech. Archer kind of makes do with, what, a tranquilizer and maybe a grapple gun that he freaks out about for and like three days straight. And just tons of booze. Yes, he's also the charismatic one of the team, I just want to say. So, like, I wanted to pick a vigilante character that wasn't just brooding. Because by that definition, you don't have to be brooding. No. Uh, also, did, I don't think I did an honorable mention. Shit. Oops. Well, my honorable mention, by the way, was uh, Blade. So, like, he was someone that was brooding, but he's a little bit more fun with it. He's not necessarily just, like, dour the whole time. He actually has a sense of humor. Yeah. Um, and he works well with Buffy and Ghost Rider with the supernatural theme. True. And, I mean? and a very fan service type of team-up is Buffy and Blade working together. Yeah? A lot of people want that. And I, I was going to say, has it happened been, before? I don't know if it's happened before because Buffy does have comics, but I don't know. I'll look that it's, up. It totally should if it hasn't. But anyway, yeah, no. So that was part of my gimmick team. But my actual pick, yes, is Sterling Archer. Strategy. Give me your honorable mention and uh, if you have one. <laughs> so my honorable mention is going to be really fucking stupid, but it fits in with my gimmick team. And it's Velma from Scooby-Doo. Fuck, that's good. She knows her plans. It's not her fault Fred and Scooby and Shaggy keep fucking it up. Right. She knows what no, she's talking true. about. Like, she's the one person on the team who knows what she's doing. Maybe Daphne in specific specialization areas. Yeah. But, like, Scooby and Shaggy are great distractions. Fred tries to set up the traps that always fail. Always, always. fail. Just for the record. But Velma is the one who deduces who's what's going on who's the bad guy so i think as a tactician might be a good idea no that's actually really good and plus let velma have a bigger role man like do something different for once uh anyway so but my actual pick is l from death note all right again notice that With i was the death note no he never uses the death note oh no no, no l Light uses the Death Light Note. Light uses L, the Death Note. L's just a really good detective. Yes. And he's he's also good at, like, being a strategist and coming up... Because he had to battle with Kira the entire fucking time. And the minute he found out that Shinigamis and all that stuff... I'm not going to say anymore. Well, I should be careful. Um, He was able to adapt very easily. You know what I mean? And that means he's able to adapt to his strategies with ridiculous odds. You know... He, I think he'd be able to think of every single, like, angle on something. Right. He's essentially the Sherlock Holmes of that series, so I could have said Sherlock Holmes here and it would have been the same. I just think L would fit better. All right. Um, lastly, money slash financier, whatever you prefer, the person who's providing the finances. <laughs> Give me your honorable mention if you have one. My honorable mention is kind of the same thing as my main pick. But I kind of swapped it out at the last second just because I like the other person a bit more. Um, my honorable mention is Bruce Wayne. Batman, you're asking me why he wasn't a tech. I kind of wanted him just to sort of supply stuff. He he's kind of has a very strong sense of justice, depending on if he's written by Frank Miller or not. I mean, it's it's he's very open-ended. There's a million different comic versions of Batman. That's why. So one thing that's consistent, he's rich, right? 
That, yeah. that could help. But he's not my actual pick. My actual pick is Roger Smith from Big O. Fuck, I haven't heard that name in so Big long. Big O is fucking awesome. If no it's one out here's a good anime. If no one out there has, has like not heard of it, please watch it. It's a fucking classic and it's it has a solid fucking story, beginning, middle and end and you're done. All right? Very solid character. It's a pastiche. And yeah, I read it. I was going to say a ripoff, but it's not a ripoff. It's a pastiche on Bruce Wayne, the character Roger Smith. He's the negotiator. He's essentially Batman if he had a giant mech. So, like, I feel like he still has that rich playboy angle, but there's no brooding when he's the other self, the other persona. But it's basically Batman, but with a little bit more fun and flair if he stays as the charismatic playboy the whole time. Uh, and that's my list. Uh, do you want me to go ahead and run through them real quick? Yeah, yeah. Your actual list. Yeah, I'm sorry if I spent a little bit longer than normal, but I'm going to go ahead and run through this real quick. So my leader of the team is the major from Ghost in the Shell. My tech uh, expert specialization is Snake. I, I want to say Solid Snake, so it goes ahead and does two, four, and every single one that's not three, I guess. Um, my magician is Joker from Persona 5. My vigilante is Archer from Archer. <laughs> And my strategist is L from Death Note. And my uh, money financer is Roger Smith from Big O. Pretty good list. I know you hate my list. I don't. You do hate my list. I don't. You were uh, really fucking mad at I, it already. No, no, no. It was the the Punisher one for tech. I, I didn't agree with that at all. Also, everyone here wears all black. Got it. Isn't that interesting? I just kind of noticed that afterwards. Yeah, there's that's your theme. All my stuff is covert ops. Mm. My my team can only do stuff at night. Yeah, and they all wear sunglasses at night. <laughs> so, uh, my team. Yes. I give an honorable... I do it the same way as you? Yeah, absolutely. You want me to pick the roles? Or you okay, so my leader... For, okay, yeah. Okay, so go ahead and tell me who your leader is. Okay, my leader... My honorable mention is Captain America. Uh, okay, Nice. You kind of have, for me, when I think of a leader, I need somebody that inspires. I mm. need somebody that that kind of motivates the team to do better than what they think they can. Right. And Captain America is that guy, just like my actual pick, Superman. Yeah, no question. They're yeah. both literally the quote unquote, like de facto leaders of their respective teams. No question. But I think there's a very distinct difference between those two characters, if I may. Or do you already have it? I'm sorry. No, what's the... Okay, because pride. There, I, I don't think Superman has as many scenarios where he's like, I gotta go with my gut feeling and override everyone else's opinion, essentially. And Captain America could do that. He did it sort of in Civil War in the movie. They both have that. Yeah, I guess if I think about Injustice. But yeah, but he's a villain in that one, I guess. Okay, but yeah. there's actual comics where even Superman's still the good guy and he still goes with his gut. Okay. But the, the main difference here is Superman thinks for everyone, whereas Captain America kind of thinks more for his team at the immediate moment. Yes, yes, I agree with that. It's so, Captain America, not Captain World Man. Right. <laughs> um, you know, basically Superman's just the most lawful good of all. Honestly. Right. Uh, so that's it for leader. Okay. All right. That's a good one. All right. I'll take Superman for 500. This is super comic booky. I didn't pick anybody. But no, books. I'm glad you did because I made sure not to really and really like go deep within myself to find. I it. just wanted to stick in my wheelhouse and I and you knew what my bread and butter was. I didn't want to steal any from you. Well, you just picked the most like lawful good characters of comic book history. Just no, now. not all of them. All right, I'm, uh, some of them might actually show up later in the list, so I'm going to go ahead and just wait. So who is your tech expert? Who's your honorable mention for tech? My honorable tech mention is Mr. Terrific. He's quote-unquote the third smartest man in all of DC Universe. He made uh, the T-Spheres. He's actually been able to hack more things than Batman in, in terms of computer science. He also has his own company. Mm -hmm. Just an overall smart dude. But the my actual pick is way better simply because he made a MacGuffin. He made <laughs> the nullifier, which is Reed Richards. This is the smartest man in all of Marvel. Dude, I was actually going to say, is the other character like a Mr. Fantastic? And then you're literally going to pick me. Wow. Okay. So I was on the right track. Cool. Yeah. And Mr. Terrific, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And like that Venture Brothers knockoff one too. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Reed Richards, smartest man. He, 
he makes he's literally MacGyver rolled into just a super genius intellect. Mm-hmm. Like that is the definitive guy to pick. And it's been confirmed that he can stretch his dick. Yes. In the movie, it says <laughs> it is law. The the only problem with him is that he's just always almost bankrupt at all times. No, he's not very good at running the company you were talking about earlier then. No, he's he's you're, he's not supposed to run a company. He's only the idea man. Good thing he's not the leader or the financer. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so all right, Reed Richards, I'll take that absolutely. So, who is your honorable mention for magician on your team? There's a reason why he's an honorable mention and not a team player, and that's <laughs> John Constantine. I don't give a fuck. Cool. It's Constantine. If you call it Constantine, that's you just being a, a, a pudgy bitch. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. fucking uh, Eva. What the fuck? Like, you say shit all sorts of weird ways. Okay, I do that for hilarity, but there's oh, people- I'm sure. <laughs> there's people actually that have gotten into fights- on fan freaks over the pronunciation of Constantine. Oh, really? I figured like comic books are like Final Fantasy. They also, we acted, had a so. fight for Big O versus uh, Iron Man. And that was a pretty good fight. Big O won. No, no. Iron I Man mean, won. Iron Man has more suits. Big O was kind of yeah, yeah. Just he's had got the one what suit. he's got. Yeah, uh, but it was a good, entertaining fight for, for a sure. Lot of It'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, Constantine not a team player at all. But he's that wild card that you kind of need where he thinks more for himself. As your honorable mention as well? He's my honorable mention. Okay, yeah. I was going to pick him as my supernatural team, but Ghost Rider is just so much cooler. He is. Also, he has a bone. Obviously, he's he's my aesthetic. Come on. Uh, Leather and chains My magic is actually going to be one of the best magicians in DC. Actually, I think she's, if not top, she's second- best magic user and that's zatanna i knew it zatanna nice how did you know i knew it because she's like i I don't know she's kind of the more popular mage character that's been around she was in injustice my friend cosplayed as her and she was amazing shout out to Lindsay. um but like in general like i i know a lot about her so she's kind of one i would immediately go to as well I don't know. So yeah, that's kind of how She's I guess it. She's just able to wait to do way more than pull a bunny out of a hat. Isn't there like no limit to magic powers? Because her, it's not just magic. She has magic quotation marks magic, right. where it's like literally unexplainable or something. Yeah, all yeah. she has to do is talk in reverse. There is no lore. Like, is there a lore build up to how it works? Uh, what I, not really. What I do know is that her father is Doctor Fate. Which is oh fuck the, <laughs> that'll do it <laughs> yeah and he was the original magician Mm-mm. back in the old comics days like it was the shadow phantom and her dad as a magician right so I, it's like yeah. a lineage thing but I prefer her I feel she has more charm than Doctor Fate Doctor Fate just goes he's really by the it's book ve- it's very kind of mainstream streamlined kind of and I was actually gonna slap your face if you said um uh Doctor Strange. No, fuck that. I mean, he's not a bad character, but goddamn, recently it's just been so much Avengers stuff. That's why I've been kind of hesitant to put characters from those. Right. But that's just me being dumb. Don't don't let that offend, like affect your list. No, but that's, that's a very fine. good pick. Uh, Zatanna for Magician? I like that. Uh, let's go ahead and hit up Vigilante. Who's your honorable mention for that? So when you said tech, you said Punisher. This is where I have Punisher. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. It works. No, no, no. Uh-huh. That's my actual pick. My, my oh. vigilante fucking honorable mention. I'm sorry, it was Blade. Oh, well, <laughs> that's someone I had too. Nice. I know, it's two for two. So when you said Blade in your honorable mention, I was like, oh. He's, yeah. he's a great, he's a fun vigilante. Yeah, but the, the reason why, I, okay, so there was a comic, and mm-hmm. I'm going to paint you this visual. Okay. It's a New York City rooftop, obviously. It's raining. Your honorable mention, right? No, this is for both. Oh, this is for both? They crossed over, and this was one of the funnier things that happened. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's a New York City rooftop. It's raining. Uh, In an alleyway, there's two cars. In one car, New York City mobsters. In the other car, vampires. They're doing a blood for drugs deal. I don't know how. As you do. Frank is there. Frank Castle. He's just brooding and looking. Hiding under a car with a grenade in his mouth. No, he's on the (laughs) rooftop. And then who pops next to him but sneaks up on him, Uh which is very rare because Frank doesn't let that shit happen. Right. Gets a little startled, but he doesn't show it to Blade. And Blade's like, what are you doing here? 
And Frank's like, I'm going to kill these guys. And Blade's like, no, 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 no. Half of those are vampires and they're going to eat the, <laughs> the Italians. They're going to eat the mobsters. Uh-huh. And Frank's like, vampires don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and then Blade goes, oh, yeah. They look back. The fucking vampires ate the mobsters. So they kept the drugs and, and the blood. Uh-huh. And then Frank looks down and he's like, it's all yours. <laughs> Blade goes. I like that. Blade goes and kills him. And you just see Frank walk away and pick up his shit. That's, see, I like that. I like that's why he's on my tech team, because when new things come up, he's got to develop things. You know, like I get it. He can use things in the environment. Well, Blade looks like he's got that one. He's what I'm using in the environment right now. He can go ahead and handle that. So, but Punisher, Punisher is the ideal. But the reason why I want him here is just to see the dynamic because all of these other characters on my team believe everyone deserves a second chance. I don't know how the fuck you're going to get Superman and Punisher to agree on anything. I know. That's what I... <laughs> Look, man, these are my two favorite characters from two respective companies for wildly different reasons. My team is just a bunch of agents that actually would get along, except Archer, who'd kind of just be the goofy agent, but he's still an agent. They like, work together. Like, I'm a thousand percent sure uh -huh. Frank's going to get kicked off the team and get back on, like, multiple times. If I was writing this comic book, mm -hmm. Frank would be the the lone wolf outlier type of thing but that's kind of you know but Fred, isn't he essentially like the comic book version of snake as like pretty much yeah he's kurt russell who snake is based on you know what i mean like it's the same kind of escape from new york snake character also for me with punisher for me a vigilante needs to do recon and be super resourceful and that's and that's punisher archer's resourceful mm. and he does recon uh, but yeah, <laughs> the, the turtlenecks. I know that that's was, a good. Pick. That was my pick for vigilante. Punisher for for vigilante. I like that. It's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I I know Punisher's a good pick. He's literally my favorite superhero. Like if I had to pick I one, I don't think I would call him a superhero. He's an antihero. In far. terms of like the genre superhero, okay. yeah, he's definitely not, he's definitely an antihero. He's not someone you really want to look up to. I would like he's I just, he's I a just, superhero in the way Rorschach is a superhero. <laughs> I just want you to finish some comics that I've lent you. Watchmen. So I can Speaking finally of. fucking let you read some Punisher comics that I have. Uh huh. No, absolutely. I'm not uh, just throwing I'm not just trying to throw shade out there. I am. No, I understand. No, I, I pick up what you're putting down. But you know what? For right now, let me hear who your strategist is. Let me get let me get your honorable mention for that. Magneto. As a strategist? Now let me explain. I mean, he is smart. I'm, yeah, I'm but not that's wrong. that's yeah. my honorable mention. Mm -hmm. I do not want him on this team because he would be very angry with Superman. Usurper, what? <laughs> like <laughs> for sure, and they would just it would be quite a row. But uh, Magneto, could you Mag get us some coffees real quick? Sure, absolutely. Do you mind if I take over the team for a few days? <laughs> what? No, I just wanted coffee. Ah, what? too late. Oh, I already did. I signed the papers. I mean, it's already too late. I've done it. I mean, it's my utopia in the end. <laughs> Magneto tends to have some plans. They don't always work. He doesn't but, really work unless he's the leader. Really. But yeah, when he's when he's the leader and when it fulfills to the long run, mm -hmm. it, it tends to work out in the end. But the actual strategist, of course, if I have Superman, I'm going to have Batsy. Ah, Okay. Uh, just because the world's greatest detective, the power of, of fucking plot magic. He has the power armor. to read the script before it happens. Yeah, for sure. He bypasses character development all the time. I, I say this out of love, by the way. I don't mean to say this as, oh, Batman's a piece of shit. Like, it does it very well. So I can't complain. <laughs> but Batman outthinks a lot of people and he comes up with things that Superman just cannot come up with because... He could go that way. Mm -hmm. And Batman and Punisher have already fought each other, so they can work together, probably. Right, right. That's why I, I compared them before. They could essentially do the same things. It's just Batman has a way bigger budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest thing there. There's actually a comic where at mm -hmm. one point Punisher just has three bullets and he has to kill a supervillain with just three bullets. Fuck yes. Because he ran out of money. That's the kind of person I need on my tech team. I don't um, give a fuck. But, um... Oh, wasn't there a comic where, um, like, Batman, they were part of the Justice League, and at some point, Batman's information on his terminal gets, like, released, and all the supervillains start using Tower it. Tower of Babel. And then he actually, like, goes ahead and fixes the problem, like, that he caused. 
Yeah. Well, yes, he has to. Well, yeah. Because if not, to. the Justice League dies. But he's able to. He's he he finds everyone's weakness. Like he has it in a database somewhere, just yeah. in case. And just in case that happens, and someone finds that information, he has a fucking plan. Yeah, for they that. did a a movie called Justice League. I think Doom, and mm-hmm. it was Vandal Savage that did it. In the comics, it was. Raish Al Ghul, not Raz Al Ghul. There's an apostrophe. Mr. Ghoul. <laughs> Al Ghul, damn it. Al, uh, can I call you Al? <laughs> no. He'll kill you. What do you mean? I'm just saying hi to his daughter. That's all. But yeah, Batman uh, did come up with a plan to kill the entire Justice League, just in case. And you said it was and Tower of Babel? What's, yeah, that's the, the name of the comic. What's mm. super funny about that to me is that Superman comes up to Batman after... After the whole meeting where Bruce is like, I'm out of the team, because if you don't think a bunch of super powered people that can destroy the earth should be something to be safeguarded against, I can't be here. Because, you yeah. know, he has a stick up his ass. Yeah, well, you know, the Civil War stupid thing. But Superman comes up to Marvel Batman separate and is like, yo, bro, what the fuck? Like, but what do you think? What's going to stop Batman? Yeah. And then Batman without at all without a, skipping a beat goes oh the justice league <laughs> oh it's he's, gonna take the entire fucking justice league to beat batman that, yeah he's a little bit full of himself but it's like wait i don't trust myself to be on the team okay dude also in the justice league animated series he's like i'm not actually part of the team i'm just kind of uh someone you you call in if you need me uh surprise asshole that's someone on the team not only that, he, he <laughs> bankrolls the entire Justice League. You're on the team, you ass. Speaking of which, to my financier. Yes, let me know who you're on the Slash money. I was, a, I, I was being a cheeky cunt. For money, it's Ted Cord. Who is that? Exactly. This is C-list billionaire. Um, he's, <laughs> he's basically Blue Beetle. Oh, okay. I know Blue Beetle. Okay, you know Blue Beetle. But yeah. He, but he was Blue Beetle before the little kid took over. Okay. The the Hispanic kid. Yeah, he's I an injustice. His... Yeah. Jaime Reyes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's an injustice. But Ted Cord was the original Blue Beetle, and he runs his company decently well. Doesn't spend on frivolous stuff like Bruce Wayne does, because right. Bruce Wayne spends a lot of money. <laughs> yes. But my pick, Lex Luthor. I get this. Knew you were gonna pick that. How? I, I, because I was actually thinking that as well. If I could somehow harness Lex Luthor into actually listening to what I say, it's, it's a big ally to have. Okay, but here's, here's. Tell me why you think so. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to take that from me, but it is a very good pick. So when I came up with this team, Uh I'm going to put away my notes because I'm done. Okay. Um, (laughs) When I'm thinking of this team, I'm thinking of it as. A reader slash writer. How fun would it be for Lex to be the one financing the team where Superman knows who Lex is, knows what's Lex about, and doesn't know what Lex's ulterior motive is, only to find out, it turns out, he was completely altruistic at all times. This is sort of like Chris working for Blue Umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. But also, I that sounds all fine and dandy, but your team also has Magneto and Punisher. Magneto's an honorable Okay, mention. I'm sorry. No, Punisher at the very fucking least. Right. But Punisher is going to be using rubber bullets. He has in the past. He's wild card, baby. <laughs> he is a wild card. I need one wild card because gonna... I need somebody to drive the plot. I like that. But then that leads it so that you have one person thinking outside of the box where everyone else is probably going to be thinking in one mindset. And I like that. That that kind of makes... Yeah, I will agree. Punisher's a better vigilante than an actual, like, tech guy. But that's why Snake was my tech guy and not Punisher. You see what I mean? Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want to go ahead and run through your list real quick? Uh, leader is Superman. Uh-huh. Uh, tech is Reed Richards. Magic is Zatanna. Vigilante is Punisher. Strategy is Batman. Financier slash money. I don't know how to properly say it. Lex Luthor. Also, Lex has been part of the Justice League before. I'm going to give you a challenge. Do you accept? Yes. Okay. Do you think you could actually name your team? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I got one. What what do you you got for me? It's a really shitty name because you're putting me on the fucking spot. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit random, but I'll Uh, take anything. Do it. League of Thunderbolts. Okay, I get it. 
fucking very grand. I'm surprised Thor is not on that <laughs> team if it's Thunderbolts or Storm. That's a that's a whole other gimmick team. <laughs> Fuck. What? No, that would have been better. For what? No. I can't I can't use Thunderbolts. Why? Because I should have Thor on the team with Thunderbolts in it. I don't know. It. I put you on the spot. It's fine. You could use it again another time. Fantastic Justice. There you go. Fantastic Justice. The Hall of Fantastic Justice. Where you have Meanwhile, freaking... Meanwhile, Punisher is planting bombs around the hall, just in case. <laughs> but, uh, no, I like that. Do you want to hear what my name is? Sure. Agents of Leather. Fuck. <laughs> I realized that my team is almost entirely wearing tactical gear. Can can you give me where Snake looks at Archer's cock and says <laughs> the circumcision provides no tactical advantage? The silencer. It's really smart, but it actually provides no tactical advantage whatsoever. What are you talking about? This thing's super fucking useful. I mean, I like killed six dudes with this thing. You know what I mean? Like, the, it just... These agents, this team up of agents working together, you know what I mean? And L would be the one dude in just casual clothes because he's never going to wear I feel like suit. just a frequent guest member on your team would be Black Widow. Just because. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just all, because. All leather aficionados are welcome. <laughs> you have to be an agent, though. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., agent of whatever the fuck. Then you're welcome. It's the agents. There you go. You can open it up to just that if you want. Fucking Mulder and Scully. Throw them in there. Let's do it. <laughs> Alrighty, but if you liked uh, this episode, go ahead and hit us up on the Fan Freaks podcast uh, Facebook and go ahead and let us know what kind of show topic you'd like us to talk about. Um, I don't know. I had a fun, I had a blast with this episode. I thought like... This is the second episode that in a row you have to like force yourself to do something you didn't want to do. Yeah. The well, five movies that made you cry. Right. A, su a super crime fighting team. I do like the fact that you chose this topic because it is something outside of my wheelhouse and it's making me think outside of the box. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always one to say, oh, horror movies or horror this because I can really jump into it. But this... This team is fucking amazing. The agents, fucking Snake of Joker, of leather. I mean, I, both of them wear suits. Roger Smith and Archer wear suits, but I don't know if you can wear a leather suit. We can wear a leather jacket. Who knows? Uh, but either way. Well, Archer would have a tactile neck. But he'd, he'd be worried about ripping it. He's already fucked it up a couple times. Yeah. But anyway. So make it leather. But you know what? If you feel like you have a good dream team of crime fighters, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. I am Bone King TV on Twitter, and the dude is Adrian MDOD. That's correct. So yeah, we are eager to hear from you. Um, what else do you want to say before we go? Eat shit, Cody. Oh come on! I was gonna be like, <laughs> let's fucking go. I'm talking shit. I'm uh, talking shit. Oh, it God. ain't shit if it's true, bro. We'll go. I'm ready for the Resident Evil Zero. We'll go. We'll go. Okay. All right. I, Jesus. Give me the Resident Evil Zero trivia. I'm ready for it. Hip-hop hippopotamus and my lyrics are bottomless.